the show, everybody. Give it up for yourselves for coming out tonight. I'm always so pleased to see people out on a Tuesday. I know. It's like the Tuesday is like, uh, this is, I was going to say this is a party crowd, but this isn't, this is, a, this is not really a party crowd. This seems like a crowd that is uh, devoted to your um, intellectual enrichment. And I'm judging that entirely on the basis of your hairstyles. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's a fair assessment. And this is like a time for people who really want to be in bed at a reasonable hour. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Give it up for being in bed. Um, yeah, I am very much of the demographic of like, it's time to go to sleep now. Yeah, especially um, in the winter. It's nice to get under the blankets. Yeah, and maybe have some dreams. Um, yeah, how were your holidays? My holidays were good. I went to Mexico with my boyfriends, and that was a very fun time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I was thinking this was our first trip together, and I was uh, thinking about how uh, different it is dating versus what dating sets you up for versus like being in a relationship with someone like dating is all about like uh you know you try to to make yourself seem like you're not a gross person <laughs> and being in a relationship is so gross especially right. traveling with someone you're like okay uh there is sand everywhere um here's let's have food poisoning together now it's just uh, did that happen we did yeah that's a real bonding moment yeah yeah fluids are the glue that keeps a relationship together well that's why it's like uh it just seems like it just it doesn't seem like it's gonna be like Ugh, this microphone. I'm very sorry. It, it doesn't seem like you're gonna. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be like that when you're dating someone. You're like, oh no, you know, like, uh, how could I possibly go home with this person when I have armpit hair? Right. The more you get in a relationship, it's like, uh, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so can I can I pop that for you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. Like the highlight of a relationship. No, I've been with my husband for uh, 15 years, and there's pretty much no effluvia um that's off off limits it's, yeah and, and then yeah. you get a kid yeah it's like hey let's get another girl oh my god yeah. yeah pretty much we've all seen each other's bungholes you guys it's it's, it's love <laughs> i understand how that happens in one direction but i am confused about why <laughs> it, i went the other way <laughs> there are some things you don't understand about parenting kate that <laughs> yeah, i look forward to it <laughs> listen sometimes you just have to discipline them and I should probably stop going down this path. <laughs> Nobody called you COIS. This is fine. This is a safe space. Uh, we took your phones. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I have been sleeping weird lately. Um, it's been taking me like a really long time to get to sleep. I'm very groggy. I don't know if that's, I don't, I don't know what to blame that on. I'm just going to say weather. Um, I also haven't been remembering a lot of my dreams, although my husband tells me I wake up screaming a lot. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's another thing that's awesome about being in a long-term relationship. He can't just be like, you're crazy and yeah. like, you know, tiptoe away. I mean, I guess he could, but there would be legal he has to ramifications. Be like, oh, Emily's dreaming about buttholes again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's probably because I'm saying bungholes over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that might be a thing. Maybe it's a hint. He's not taken. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so there, there's that. Uh, lots of unremembered nightmares, which is what I'm hoping 2018 will be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just like this whole, like, you know, it's just going to be like 2021. And uh, we'll just be like, oh, what was that the whole thing that happened for a few years? I would say from your lips to God's ears, but I think it's telling that that mic keeps cutting out. Yeah. Like, God can't hear our prayers. <laughs> yeah, we're fucked. Anybody going to watch the speech tonight? You guys came to this early show because you want to get happen? home in time for the speech, right? Yeah. 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 You want to see exactly on a scale from like 11 to 110,000 how fucked we are. Um, yeah. I don't know. Am I not being, am I not being optimistic? <laughs> Is that what's happening? I don't even know what it's going to be. I will uh, just see some tweets on Twitter. One thing that was weird about being in Mexico that I feel, I feel like all these like terrible like Trump people they need to go to Mexico and realize like it's really nice it doesn't seem like it's very right. it's a very very beautiful place and uh, I don't think that people are as anxious to leave it right. as they imagine like right. there's just a lot of people uh, relaxing doing cool stuff the beautiful ocean you know I, the wall is to keep us in I know exactly right. I, I kind of wanted them to build the wall just so I didn't have to go back right. like <laughs> it was very nice there Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this 
planets per world. Um, well, speaking of nightmares. Yes. Uh. Um, so basically, let me tell you guys how this is going to work. Um, we're going to talk about some dreams we've had. I drew pictures based on everybody's dream, our guests, mine, and yours. Um, I will pull this down awkwardly. Um, and show you those pictures um, after we're done talking about the dream. And it's all going to be real weird. Um, so this is a dream I had recently that I can remember. It's not so much like a horror nightmare, nightmare as it is just like a kind of horrifying gross dream. Okay. Um, I dreamed that I was listening to and like watching a man perform a song in the form of an open letter to the father of the girl he was banging. Um, and it was uh, it, the song was called Your Daughter. Ew. Yeah, it, it gets grosser. Okay. Um, and it was all about basically like what she likes him to do to her. And I, I remember that the last few lines of the song involved something to the effect of like, she used to be known as your daughter, but around here she's known as my little girl. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's really gross, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for all of us. Um, yeah, so that happened. But as I was waking up, I kind of had the feeling like, I think I just wrote like a song that's bland and offensive enough to be a top 40 country hit. Oh, yeah, that does. It's, it's gross, but it does have that country vibe to it. Uh, yeah, you know? and, it, you know, it had kind of like, you know, I remember the tune. I'm not going to sing it because we don't know each other that well. Um, and it just it was like, yeah, I can kind of see this working. Let's talk after. We'll talk after. If we become friends between now and like 10, we'll see. One, one, one verse? I'll think about it. Okay. Uh, this depends on your behavior, young lady. Okay. I'm sorry. It's very hard to switch out of mom mode. Yeah. Uh, but uh, even when you're talking, yeah, never mind. So, yeah. But basically, um, I thought you guys might like to see um, the cover album okay. to this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Is that you, Emily? Good God, no. Um, no, that's just the lady that lives in my brain and screws older guys. I actually really like that cowboy guy. Like, I was expecting him to look more like uh, just like cowboy cowboy, but he's like hipster cowboy. I feel like I maybe should have made him a little bit creepier. I, I feel like I'd keep sleeping with him even if he wrote a song to my dad. Yeah. Huh. Maybe that could be a thing. I mean... You know, maybe it's romantic more than creepy. There is a very fine line, and most of it involves songwriting. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is it the lo is the lollipop too much? No. The, or does the lollipop really help sell it? I think it helps sell it. You know, um, I don't know why uh, she's wearing. Is it a bikini or is it bra and underwear? Um, it's a bikini. Um, she's wearing a bikini because I wanted to make it very clear that she is biologically a full-grown woman so that none of you called the police. Oh. Um, but, yeah, now it's just bumming me out. And are, are, do you think that there are deeper issues in your uh, subconscious that this dream is trying to unearth? Um, I don't know. My, t my kid is six, so I'm not really worried about her hooking up with, like, this guy for, like, another four years. You'd be um, <laughs> I mean, he's a man with a job. He's a country singer. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, that's what that's the dream. This guy with a job. You He's... know, you gotta have ambitions as a parent. Um, and now I have something to put on my vision board. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so um all right. Um, although because I know what your dream was, I can say at the outset that while mine was gross, yours was truly terrifying. Mine was a little grosser, yeah, even grosser. So I dreamed uh, that I discovered one day that I was six months pregnant, and that's not the gross part yet. Um, <laughs> although, so I dreamed that I was six months pregnant, and that I hadn't known that I was pregnant, so I didn't, like, take any of the prenatal vitamins or, like, do any of that stuff they were supposed to do. So I was, like, trying to, like, get health insurance and all this stuff. And then um, I went to the doctor uh, to to see what I could do to take care of my, uh, my baby. And my gynecologist was uh, Mike Pence. And, yeah, this is more of a political nightmare. Um, I want you to know that's the most horrifying thing um, I've ever had to draw. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was pretty gross. Yeah, that's um, that's awful. Um, I, should we look at this? I guess so. Let's face the fear. Yeah, let's face the fear of what this country is becoming. Yeah. See, oh no! 
I feel like this is just an exercise in us inflicting our terrible mental images on all of you. Yeah. Did we say that? Did we build this as a comedy show? It's more like punishment. Uh, nope, nope, nope. I thought nope, that was nope, still the picture, nope, and there I was we like, go. "Oh no, uh, that's so disgusting." You know, now that I look at it, he seems almost yeah, you know, like he's growing on me a little bit. So is that me or is that his wife, mother? Oh God. Uh, uh, um, I mean. That's you. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, nasty. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I, I, I started drawing a speculum, and then I just got too sad. I feel uh, like this is, um, I, I, I feel like I might, uh, like, blow this up and, like, put it on my protest sign for the next uh, rally that I go to. I, I would, I would, I feel like that's a perfectly valid use of this. Um, I, you can also burn it ritually to make this reality hopefully never happen. Oh, yeah, some kind of witch ritual for yeah. reproductive rights. Because yeah. it's pretty clear that we're going to need some rich rituals. Hey, I said that without stumbling. I just, hey. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. Tale. Pretty much. I'm really, so, I'm very sorry about that microphone. Uh, I feel like I keep cursing you with the bad mic. Uh, uh, no, we'll be all right. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, that's a great thing about, like, the end of the room is only, like, 30 feet away. So, worst comes to worst. Lungs. All right, should we bring up our first guest? Let's bring up our first guest. Um, our first guest is a musician, a comedian, um, a very funny man. He is the pride of Cleveland. Um, please say hello to Dave Hill. Yay! Hi, thank you. Have a seat. Take a microphone. Hi, how are you? Really great. Mm. Thanks, thanks for asking. <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm as well as can be expected. Do you want me to take that mic? No, I think I'm okay. If it cuts out, I'm just going to go full Italian and just be like, yeah. hey. You yeah. know? Um, <laughs> Will you do the hand gestures to really sell whatever yeah, you're saying? Yeah, exactly. All right, that's important. So, Dave, what yeah. was your nightmare? My, well, I had a recurring nightmare uh, that I have a lot is... Um, I well, I grew up playing hockey. What a nightmare! Because <laughs> my my jock look, uh, but I I I always have a a nightmare that I, I'm late to to get out on the ice and I I I can't find uh, all my equipment and then I find like I can't I'm like missing my one skate and then I find the skate and then I can't find my helmet and then. I start going out towards the ice, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I don't have, like, my jersey on. Mm -hmm. And I go back, and you get it. It goes right. on from there. Uh -huh. And then the game, the game, they're already in the second period. Right. And I haven't gotten out there yet. It's I, a stress dream, I That's think. a super classic stress dream. Yeah, yeah. This is like the final exam dream for sports people. Sometimes it comes... While it always is like I'm in school at the time, so sometimes it's it's with after I haven't gone to school all semester, and then right. there's a game on top of it. But so does this always take a hockey format, or is it ever just like the straight like you know? I mean, I feel like has anybody not had the dream that you're still in high school and you fucked something up and there's a test, et cetera, et cetera? No. All right, good. We have yeah. all had this dream. I think it's just one of those. It's stock imagery, basically. No, no, that, into your head. no the hockey one. No. Right. You, but sometimes there's other components, but the hockey one is over and over. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Have you played hockey since you were younger? I play. Yeah, I started as a kid, and I played until like my sophomore year of college, mm -hmm. and then I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. Right. <laughs> I wanted to rock. <laughs> it's like. It's kind of true. I was I went to Fordham and we were playing uh, some some school I can't remember, and uh, all my friends were at a concert and I was like, "This is stupid. I'm sitting on a bench in New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> what am I?" And then I I quit like a couple of days later. Interesting. But your stress dreams are still about hockey. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have rock stress dreams or are all your rock dreams awesome? I don't. I don't think I dream about rock ever. Interesting. I, now that you say it, we all dream about rock. I live. I don't have to dream it. I live it. <laughs> <laughs> and what about like other? Because I have, I have a fair like every once in a while like performance or like I know a cartooning stress dream sounds ridiculous, but it does happen. Um, but most of my stress dreams are like based on stuff that happened 
like when I was younger or that I'm forced to go back, you know, yeah. either to high school. I have a recurring dream that um, I, I used to work in music distribution and I have a recurring dream that I have to go back. But because it's 2018, sorry, 2019, um, there's like no such thing. And I'm just wandering around these empty offices just like, oh, yeah. what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, yeah, I, I that happens to me. Like I'll go, I, I, have, I have dreams like that I have to have uh, like live with my family again. Like uh -huh. we've all come home to live together. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing this for? Or like <laughs> I'll have uh, roommates. Right. Which I, I like, uh, not that I think that's a nightmare, but uh, not like roommates, like having a roommate, but I'll have like the roommates I had when I was 20 to clarify. Like, right. Not like, and are oh, they 20 or not like are it's they a nightmare. Up? It's not a nightmare at all having a roommate. But um, I just mean, yeah, like, no, no, they're all grown up. It's just like my roommates when I was 20, many of them I'm still friends with. Like, we're all in our 40s now. Right. And we're moving in together. And I'm just like, this is, why Why are we living together? <laughs> like, you what got happened? stuck at that level. Right. Or no, like, we're going back to the level. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, what the fuck happened? You were married with two kids. Right. And you, you had a job. Oh. <laughs> why are we living in this Right. Apartment? It's not like you started a commune. No, you just no, got, like, no. sent back to square one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the night. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. It's um I'm not knocking uh living with other people. It's okay. I, mean, I do I, I do live I have a girlfriend and a dog. Right. So I do have roommates. That is a slightly different roommate situation. Yeah. Not not completely different, but like, you know, I don't have a dog, but I do have a husband and a child and having done that and had roommates, I I feel like a roommate situation is a lot more stressful. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I 100%. It tries I didn't I I never liked it because, like, I felt like I couldn't um, have my full vision in terms of decorating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't just run wild with the place. Uh -huh. And it, I've always felt really limited by that. Uh -huh. So uh, that was what was so hard for me. And does your girlfriend, like, share your aesthetic or has she just given up? She just rolls with it. Nice. I would love if my boyfriend had a decorating aesthetic. I don't know that I <laughs> yeah. do. Right. I just like to do it i mean my decorating aesthetic is basically like be a fucking slob um yeah, me and too. my husband is not a huge fan of that um but his his aesthetic includes tidying so it's you know kind of tidying yeah. is he a mary Kondo fan um he would throw out everything in the house i think if he were allowed to in maybe including the cat <laughs> Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> Don't throw away the cat. It's a really old cat. Don't feel bad for this cat. No, I, now I feel bad for the. Do cat. Do you want the cat? No, no, like, I'm it's allergic. Seriously, all yours. Like no, no. I don't mean to talk bad about a cat, but this cat is very old and getting on my last goddamn nerve. Sounds like a. I don't. I don't. It sounds like I'm a terrible person. No, I know. no, no. I was about to say fuck this cat. <laughs> I turned on the cat. Good. No, I, I'd like you all to be on my side in no, this I fight. No, I like cats. I not from afar. I don't. Well, her aesthetic is shit them. outside the box whenever possible, um, and that but, has been my aesthetic since like 1999. So, <laughs> but aren't cats? So this is like aside from being allergic, they go, they shit and piss in a box, and they walk around in that box, and then they walk around on all your stuff. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which is the other reason I wouldn't have cats. They are not particularly hygienic in but that sense. But then, if you really think about it, isn't everything covered in shit and piss? Pretty much. Everywhere. Like, I asked an, uh, what's it called? Not an epidemiologist, but someone who studies uh, just Germologist. Germs. Germologist. Yes. And I said, everything's covered in semen and feces, right? And he said, yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah, like... Uh, semen specific. Remember those right. old, like, Dateline episodes <laughs> where they would, like, shine the black light on everything? Like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, and they say, up next at 10 p.m., the whole world is covered in cum, you know? Yeah, yeah, and everywhere. Not, you <laughs> right. think, well, New York City, New right. York and L.A. is covered in cum, but not uh, Gary, Indiana. Like, they're especially Gary, Indiana. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike like, Pence is there. He's covered in cum. He's yeah. from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's jizz everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. head to head to toe. And they'll go like, like, like people's remote control. The things like not in hotels, but like people's in their homes. Yeah, like stuff that should be strictly jizz free. <laughs> is that has jizz on it too? <laughs> on the plates. Every there's uh, everything. 
uh, I bought one of those little like uh, flashlights um, mm -hmm. because the cat started peeing everywhere and wanted to make sure I was like cleaning it everywhere. But honestly, all it did was like make things that were white in the room glow. And I'm like, this is like a party black light. This isn't like a party aftermath black light. Yeah. Wait, so it just it it made it. So you're like, oh, everything's covered in cat piss. No, it just made me feel like I needed oh. some black light posters. And, oh, oh, like, that's pretty cool. Though. Yeah. Yeah. That's an yeah, no, that's a nice aesthetic. That, that that is an acceptable aesthetic. Yes. Should we look at the illustration? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Are you ready to face yeah. your dream? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, right, let's see. I'm sorry, I said jizz so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the show by saying bunghole at least five oh, times oh, in a row. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. I just don't want you to think that. Oh, All right. Oh, here's wow. your picture. <laughs> um. I also feel like this could be captioned um, like how I wish every porn movie started. Um, I I love game over at, and then and then I'm like, but my groin injury. Look at my <laughs> groin injury. I love the cartoon uh, image of Dave. It's amazing. It's a super cute. Cartoon. It really is, but it also looks like I'm scared of something. I, I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> a, it's a great drawing, but it looks like I'm like, um, like uh scared of well you're like about a, to fuck up like for real you know the yeah whole, yeah you know i mean wait you're you are anxious in this dream right you're not yes. like yay i don't have to no, go play no, hockey because no, i very, can't find my pet no i love it i absolutely love the drawing i'm just uh, zoning in <laughs> on it no but that's exactly the dream like because that guy look at that guy you can tell the guy in the back is like got his shit together Probably put a few goals in the net already. <laughs> this was one of the least disturbing um, image searches I had to do in service of this of this project tonight. The most what? disturbing, honestly, being Mike Pence. That was not a He's fun really oh, disturbing yeah. image search. I, now I wish I would have thought of something more disturbing. I mean, no, this is what I like about stress streams, though, is because everybody has a version of like of just you're taking all these steps to do something. And it keeps falling apart. Like, I mean, I just, I had some ridiculous dream where I was like riding a bike uphill and the dirt kept sliding out underneath me. And I was like, I got to call these people and tell them I'm going to be late. And I had an Apple watch in my dream and I couldn't figure out how to work it with my very fat fingers. And then I pulled out my phone and it died. And I woke up. I'm like, that just feels lazy. That feels like a lazy, like narrative of stress. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Um, like next time, be a little more creative with with how you're fucking up. But yeah, but I like the universal universality. Yeah. Um, of the multi-step stress dream. Most of my dreams, I think, are like I can't remember when they're 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 really violent and that's uh, I can't I'm not getting any oxygen because I have sleep apnea, which is true. Oh. Um, not to brag. I mean. <laughs> Everyone ha everyone claims to have it though. Right. No, it's Do you like snore? a craze. Yeah. Yeah. Do you wear a thing? I used to and I stopped, but now I think I have to again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's real. Like, I mean, um, do you ever have dreams that like you can't breathe? And, yeah, all, yeah. All of them. Um this is this is a subject that's gonna come up a lot, you guys, and it's gonna be super awesome and fun. What sleep apnea? Yeah, sleep apnea it's just the craze. like yeah, the Well the, they they say like it can kill you in your sleep, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't. That would be fine. Anyone right. can kill <laughs> like, you in your sleep. I've right. had a good uh, run. All right, I have one final question for you before we let you go. Is it weird that I'm sitting at this table? No, yeah. we love it. I've joined. It's no weirder than anything else that's happened. Joining tonight. the audience. What is the compromise or lack of compromise that you have reached with your partner about the sleep apnea snoring? How do you guys? navigate that um well no it's kind of come to a head uh with that like where she's like you should start because originally uh because they're like well if you lose weight you won't snore as much and i did that snore just as much and then it's like if you don't get drunk all the time <laughs> you won't <laughs> snore as much so i tried not getting drunk a couple times and i still snored <laughs> So I think I, I Jesus like you should, but oh, you know, oh, your question, um, those apps that make rain sounds. Yeah. Sometimes we use that. 
That's that's a, that seems good. And also, I feel like uh, if I was your partner, I would just like uh, pay the doctor to keep like telling you stuff. Like if you do the dishes, you won't snore as oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna use that in- if you do our grocery shopping. You won't start, just <laughs> keep upping the ante, you know. Yeah. All right, Dave. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank really you for great. having me. Thank you for the lovely drawing. Oh man, thank it's you. It's gorgeous. Oh yes, and you get to keep this. You may have it framed or burnt, whichever you like. Uh, yeah, does it if it fits your aesthetic? Uh, all right. Our next guest is a very funny comedian. Um, she is a writer. Um, she is a mom, so she knows all about the bunghole problem. Uh, please welcome to the stage Raquel DePeace. Yay, Raquel! The bunghole problem. That sounds like a very good That's the philosophical work. That's the subtitle of this show. Ooh. Yes. Uh, and we have a lot of bunghole problems. Yeah. It's really sad that I had to wait for the she's a mom thing. Where she's a comedian, she's a woman, and I was like, wait for it, wait right. for it. And I was like, all right, she, that's... I got it. I, I just wanted to bring us back to bunghole, or I never would have mentioned That's your kids. I could have found a way to come around to it. <laughs> right. That's great. That's why I trust you. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, as as a mother, um, I yes, imagine, Emily. Yes. What would you like to talk about as a mother? Uh, besides bungholes, I imagine that like sleep is sort of like a broken thing for you. Um. Weirdly, it's not. Oh, what are your kids you sleep like? Well? Sleep through the night or some shit? Yeah, yeah. I know. Everything cool. else is wrong and everything mm. else is bad. Um, right. I did that thing where you put them in their crib and you just don't go and get them when they cry. Right. And then they just cry and then they go, "All right, no one's coming." Yeah. Um, no, then, I did that too, and then it was fine, and then it stopped working. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't. How long did yours cry for? <laughs> a long fucking time. <laughs> Very I expressive. I don't yeah. want to say the amount of time into a microphone uh-huh. <laughs> that I let them cry for. Right. Um, but it was a long time. Yeah. Um, but it worked. And I asked the doctor before, I was like, hey, if I do this, they definitely like won't wind up as one of those kids in the Russian orphanages who doesn't feel emotions. Right. Um, and the doctor said no. Right. So <laughs> Not because of that. I did. I, I mean, they, <laughs> the doctor didn't say no. The doctor looked at me like, you're a fucking idiot. And then was like, no, they won't be one of the Russian orphanage kids. Right. Um, so I did it, and they sleep really well. Uh, you know that we did the exact same thing, and everything was cool until she was about like two and a half, and then she started freaking out at night, and we're like, "Well, we'll just put her in her room and let her cry again." But you forget that two and a half year olds can kind of talk. Yeah. So she's in there crying and screaming and just like, "Why well, let me out? Let me out!" And we're just like, "Just be cool, be cool." And then all of a sudden, I hear her go, "Mama, I'm sorry." I'm like. <laughs> Like no, no, no. So be, like, and then that just turned into like a whole cascading like thing of um, a lot of bribery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, bas- fast forward to she's six, and like we still have to cuddle her to sleep at night. I say have to, like we're not the parents. Um, <laughs> It'd be weird if someone else had to cuddle her to sleep. <laughs> it wasn't her parents. She has a fucking bear that's the size of her. That like maybe Fred can cuddle you to sleep at night. And she looks at me. And she's like, I know he's. Like a stuffed animal. I'm like, <laughs> you and your knowing things. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you get for teaching kids anything. I know. I, yeah. I've said that. I mean, they, my kids do other shitty things. I mean, they, they, they sleep fine, but like I had one for a while would eat cashews and then just spit them onto the floor into a little pile. Like every, so I just like walk around the house picking up chewed up piles of cashews and right. I was like, this is my life. This is <laughs> yeah. so bad. Um, I thought things would be better. They're, right. They're, you don't anticipate piles of cashews. I just never even life. thought that was a thing that a person would do. Like you're enjoying the cashew, you chew it for a while, right? Just eat it. Yeah. Um, this show like, also like serves as birth control. I don't um, really, it was like a weird diet thing. Like he just chew it and then be like, and, and I'm done. I'm done. I don't need to. Yeah. I've had enough. I enjoy the cashew. I don't want to take it any further. I'm just gonna leave it in the hallway. Yeah, we all had that phase where the dogs will walk by it and be like, "Well, okay, this is happening. That's fine." Oh, um, so yeah, sleep was fine. There are other things that are shitty. Right, they sleep fine. That's that's good. I know that is. I am. I count my blessings every fucking day. Um, so your dream was awesome, and I want to get to it. But I also want to talk a little bit um, about sleep paralysis. Um, because, so does anybody here, does, do you guys know what sleep paralysis is? Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. That, that was, that was a man who has had this happen. Yep. This thing where you, and this happens to me a lot. And this is part of my waking up screaming thing is like, I'm not so much waking up screaming as like trying to scream and I can't move. Nope. 
and I'm like just trapped right below the surface of sleep and like I can't quite break through. Um, one time years ago, this happened to me and I not only could I not not move, I saw in like glittery letters like in front of my eyes, ghostly hands um, written out as words. I'm just like, what the <laughs> what the fuck? You saw um, text? I saw text. I saw a text that said ghostly That's hands. That's the most cartoonist dream. No, it's very on brand. There were texts, and then I was like, ah. yeah. And then it was like, quote, unquote, ghostly hands. <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've never had, like, like, I never had to like edit a dream. I've never had like letters, appear. right? <laughs> but it's the same thing. Where that's why when you first said nightmares, I was like, oh, I don't want to do those. Those are just yeah. Because sleep paralysis is you're just you think that you're awake and you're paralyzed. And I don't have the words ghostly hands. I always have. Do you guys know the giant guy at the end of Fantasia, the giant demon thing? Everyone's watched Fantasia a bunch of times, right? <laughs> I sent you an email telling you to watch it. Right. So there's a giant ugly demon at the end of Fantasia or Fantasia 2000. I don't remember which one. Um, and he's just over the bed, and they're like, he's right there, and you're like, this is real, and I can't move or make it go away. And then you wake up, and you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Right. Because you, cause you're like, well, that actually happened, but I have to get the kids ready for school, but there was a demon. So did, you, you don't know when this is happening to you that you are asleep. You don't understand it what's feels happening. completely real. And you feel like you can't move, and you see, I'm like, you see with your eyes a person or a thing walk, or letters. <laughs> Scary letters. Walk, or come in, or appear in the room, drop, or whatever. Um, but like, you really see it happening, and you're just like, oh my god, this is a real thing. And then it's not clear the line where you wake up, so you're like, all right, so just demons exist. And sometimes I can't move and I'm powerless to stop anything, but I should go make a sandwich for my six-year-old. So right. let's yeah. get it moving. Well, let's forget about that trauma. Yeah. Waka, waka, waka. Has this so, happened a lot of times? Um, It's happened enough times to be really unnerving. Oh, man. That sucks. It's, yeah. It's almost like our brains are out to get us. Yeah. It, I mean, almost. It is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, your kids sleep? Well, fuck you. Yeah. Your yeah. sleep a living nightmare. <laughs> literally a living nightmare yeah literally yeah awesome um, yeah but that was not the, the dream i shared was more of like a stress dream because it was a super intense it's stress a super dream. awesome stress oh, okay tell us your dream all right so i had a very bad stress dream um around november i could tell that i was not going to be renewed at my very stressful job um and i every single night i would have dreams about this but this was the one that struck me the most uh, so I'm at my job, but in this version of the dream, uh, or this version of reality, my job is uh, that my bosses dispatch emotional support sea turtles to people who need them, uh, and my job is to get the turtles to the people and then make sure the people get rehabilitated, um, which sounds dumb, except that they are so fucking intent on doing this, and they're like, no, you have to get the turtles. And the thing is, in this specific dream, the only people they were dispatching them to were, and this is really random, uh, Uyghur, teenage Uyghur girls, which are you familiar with the Uyghurs are, they're, uh, sorry, it's a, they're, they live in the, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Xinjiang region of China. You're looking at me like I'm going to okay, be Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I had to write about this a lot for work. And they had, uh, in the northwest region of China, they're a Chinese uh, ethnic minority. They're more Turkic than regular Chinese um, and there's tons of surveillance and awful things happening. So for whatever reason, in my dream, I had to help rehabilitate these teenage Uyghur girls. Except they didn't really seem like Uyghurs. They kind of seemed like, I want like Bratz dolls. Because they all had these really high ponytails that were like, they had like pink and blue streaks. And I was like, they can't be real Uyghurs. Because like they wouldn't be dressed like that. They'd be dressed like ethnic they're Weaker. not fulfilling your personal stereotype. But of I mean, they, they, they were wearing denim jackets. Right. They all had phones. They were text. They wouldn't talk to me, which I'm like, I'm trying to like emotionally help you and you're not even looking at my face. Um, but they, they'd come up to me and I was like, all right. So I'd go to the main guy. He'd be like, all right, get the sea turtle. And they'd burrow under the sand, kind of like Bugs Bunny used to go. Um, and they'd burrow under the sand and be like, all right. And then I had to like wait and wait until the girl was rehabilitated. But she would just be on her phone in her like bleached denim jacket the whole time, and I had no fucking clue how I knew. So I, I guess she's rehabilitated or she's not, and I never had any idea, but I couldn't go back to them because they'd be like, no, like, get more sea turtles out. Like There are more people who need them. Right. And it was just this endlessly... Um, and the sea turtles, I think I said, were, were very nice. Like they right. were the nicest part of the dream. They were really <laughs> sweet. Um, they were like they had like those little beaks, like the the leatherback beaky sea turtles. 
Um, they were, were little. They were they were big. They were big. like huge, like giant leatherback turtles. Um, but I don't know if they were really helping. Uh, I have no way to tell. And I woke up not knowing. I was like, I hope I helped you. Or, but the thing is, I really don't hope that I helped them. Um, not true of the actual Uyghurs. Actual Uyghurs have a serious situation. You should read up on it, but you spell it in a weird way. Um, I can give you the spelling of Uyghurs after. Um, but the actual ones in the dream, I was like, they're not Uyghurs. But I couldn't say that because I was like, I'm too new. And I was like, I felt weird bringing it up. Yeah. But I wanted to be like, these are not real Uyghurs. Like, these are, these are teenage girls or Just random pink haired people taking advantage of the sea turtles' generosity. Yeah. Right. yeah. And not pink, they were just pink streaks. Like, oh, okay. not all pink, like pink streaks. It's like physical, emotional labor that you're performing. Uh, it was a lot of it. And just this, this the uncertainty of like, well, I give up. I don't know. I don't right. know what you want. I don't know when they'll be rehabilitated enough. I don't know what the turtles are doing exactly, but you're like really set on the turtles, so I'm going to go with it, and we're going to keep doing the thing with the turtles. So one of the things that I like about this dream is that I'm not like I'm judging everyone's dream. That was a shitty dream. This was a good one. Um, but like there's dreams where there's like there's no subtext. It's all text. Like I feel like a lot of stress dreams are like, oh, well, that was pretty obvious. Um, but this, I mean, like, there are layers. Um, I'm not a psychologist or a dream analysis, but I what? do have, I know. <laughs> Sorry, good night. Why am um, I even here? I, why are any of us here, I really? I don't know. <laughs> like I said, punishment. Um, but I asked Google what, like, what do turtles in dreams mean? And oh, I didn't even think of doing that. Yeah, they, they have a certain amount of symbolism, which is kind of like what you would expect. Um, they symbolize fertility. Sorry. That's fine. I know. Um, they symbolize like protection and like motherhood and like helpfulness. So it, it's very, it really like makes sense that you would be using turtles as these sort of um, therapy creatures. They also are supposed to be a sign that you need to slow down in your life. No. Yeah. Thanks. I definitely. Yeah, I'll give I, you the $25 that yeah. I need for that <laughs> advice. You definitely need to slow. I also, in fairness, as I recounted that dream, realized that my son had a sea turtle slap bracelet watch. Right. I mean, we all have one. Right. I <laughs> uh, or five. But yeah, so I'm like, I, like, as I was writing it, I was like, he was sitting next to me wearing it for no reason. The watch part is gone. It's just a sea turtle on a slap uh. bracelet. Um, but I was like, oh, that probably had something to do with it. Because I'm not around right. sea turtles normally. I mean, so I, I don't know if you guys Sometimes the universe just work. sends you a sign. Yeah. Or a bunch of them in like a really weird order. Right. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it was super, yeah, it was just very intense. And I, I just kind of threw up my hands. I was like, I don't know. This is clearly not, I'm not good at this. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. take a look. I really, I'm going to go sit by the table thing. Let's see. All right. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is adorable. Here's you. And as close as I could get to a mashup of a Bratstall and an ethnic Uyghur girl. Um, but <laughs> no, I, nailed I, it. I, well, I feel like phone use and a middle finger is pretty universal it's among out. teens uh, everywhere. Um, that's a smaller turtle, I think, than it, it, perhaps you, know you were envisioning. It, it's, so it's totally okay. I love that it has the emoji eyes. Right. Like the emoji heart. Like I actually wish that were an emoji that I could send to people. Maybe someday like, it will be. Oh, having a bad day? Have an emotional support sea turtle. Are there any programmers in the house? Because I feel like this is, you know, you you know what to do. Go make this happen. Um, yeah. That, that's adorable. Well, and that's, that even looks like, it's really weird. I was like, no, it looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, except my eyes aren't black holes, but still. Not yet. <laughs> Give it like five years. No, right. Definitely. Four minutes. I really like the turtle. It's so cute. It's kind of a cross between a puppy and a turtle. Like it looks exactly like a turtle, but it's energetically puppy. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. turtles are very—they're very for something that's a reptile and not particularly pleasant in a tactile sense. They're really kind of like calming and comforting to be around. I would way rather have one than my cat. Do they have? <laughs> You're really into your cat. Yeah. I was a little nervous when I got out. Is, is she going to purr on the cat onto me also? Because I, I also don't want the cat. Are you sure you don't want the cat? I definitely don't want All the cat. Right. The turtle can't love you. I I don't. I think a turtle I probably love you more than a cat can love you. Look, okay. every animal you ever have in your people. house would eat your face if it could. Mm. Like, you know, your dog, your cat, turtles. I, I mean, turtles at least are not carnivorous. So I feel like that is a tick in the turtle box. Yeah, fight me. 
I don't know what to do with the phrase tick in the turtle box. I was just picturing like a very small tick. All right. In like a box that you keep turtles in normally. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like right. it, it yeah, would get no, eaten yeah. by the turtles. I don't need to make sense all the time. It's fine. I don't need to make uh, sense ever. So just seeing the drawing illuminate anything new about your dream to you? Any deeper um, realizations? I need to stand up straight. My posture is really bad. Yeah. And yeah. I know that. Well, you're burdened with a turtle. I am. Yeah. I'm burdened with a lot of things. You're turtle. Like holding no, no, no. I'm burdened with, I, the turtle actually was wonderful. I was like, I don't want to be burdened with the turtle. I was burdened with the responsibility of helping people in a way I did not understand. But the turtle was lovely, and I really did like the turtle a lot. Right. I mean, love has a lot of sides. It does. Yeah. And some of those sides are round. <laughs> All right. On that note, thank you thank very you much. much. Thank you guys um, so much for having me. Here is your artwork. Um, do with it what you will. Um, I am also uh, supposed to, I was supposed to tell you guys this ages ago, but you need to go up and get drinks at the bar. Um, because there's not somebody to come and bring you one. So if you're thirsty, or if your mouth is dry like mine is, and now you know that. Or if you're scared. Or if you're scared, yeah. go on and get yourself some drinks. Um, all right, uh, Karen, are you here? Yay! Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest is uh, one of the funniest writers probably pretty much ever. Um, she is a writer for McSweeney's and The New Yorker and just wrote a whole bunch of stuff for Sandra Oh at the Golden Globes. Amazing! Um, so, yeah, come up here and be fancy, Karen G. Karen, yay! Nice to meet you. Okay. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, how, how are you? Uh, thank you for coming. Where, um, let's see, do you have a mic? I see. There we go. Hello. Excellent. We do. We start uh, each segment with a scavenger hunt for the money. Yeah, I, know, I love it. I it's very quickly. interactive. It's also this is also an escape room. I don't know if we made that clearer. Yeah. Um, that part doesn't start till after the show. Yeah. So. It's, it's gonna be brutal. How are you doing? I'm good. How Welcome back. Thank like, you. Um, but before we get into, tell us all about your amazing trip. Oh, how man. was it? Uh, it was like a dream. Um, I was. For context, I was in L.A. Uh, working for a week writing jokes for the Golden Globes, which just aired on Sunday. Um, and it was very fun. It was my first time getting to write jokes and then watch them on air, if that makes sense. Right. I had like, written for a pilot that didn't get picked up and stuff, so this was the first time I saw it actually happen. And everyone was really nice. And someone thought I was an intern. <laughs> so then I corrected them, and right. I went, no, I work here. And he went, well, who's the coffee for? And I went, it's for me. <gasps> And it was Damn. the nice. most powerful I ever felt. That, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's like it's either going to be intern or valet. Right. You know, yeah, it's, totally. Yeah, that's fantastic. Good for you. Thank you. Thank um, you so much. I, I would like that for that. felt ashamed of himself. I hope so. I sort of walked off being like, this is the best coffee I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wanted that to end with the coffee being thrown in his face, but like... You, you seem way too nice. No, I wish I had the guts. That is right. much cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's burned and scarred for life. And doesn't that just show him? He's like, who's the coffee for? And I he's go, like, your face. Your <laughs> we should never, ever talk again. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, okay. I'm just going to let you tell your, your dream. Okay. Uh, I This is real. This is 100% real. I've had this recurring dream since my freshman year of high school. It strikes me about once a year. In the beginning, it occurred a couple times within a year. And then since then, I've gotten it like once every other year or so. And I brought it up to my therapist once. It happens when I'm not stressed. <laughs> it is the opposite of a stress dream. It is a recurring nightmare in which I am a potato. What? 100% true. And it's a nightmare because in the dream, I don't realize I'm a potato until like two-thirds into it when I'm like, hold on. I can't speak or move my body. <laughs> and then I look around and I somehow get this like third eye vision of myself and I go, fuck, I'm a potato again. <laughs> and in my dream, I know it's a dream and then I can't wake myself up from the dream. Right. And oftentimes it's in situations where I want to say something and I can't say anything. Mm -hmm. And then I wake up and I have this existential nightmare of why does my brain think I am a potato? <laughs> so Very this Kafka is sort of like Kafka. Yes, Kafka yeah. meets the farmer's market. Yeah. <laughs> like, by the farmer's market. That's very funny. Uh, <laughs> so is this a horrifying dream or just sort of like irritating? And I'm really sorry because you, you sent me this dream and I like I was walking in the park and checking my phone because I'm that asshole. And like I read this and like seriously laughed so hard I walked into a tree. Um, <laughs> like, um, 
It's not horrifying. It that's the weirdest thing. It becomes more of a nightmare after I wake up because then I can't stop self psychoanalyzing. Right. Um. And I think I sort of maybe know what it is, which is that. Well, a I love eating potatoes. They're like my favorite food. Mm-hmm. And then also, I only describe one thing in real life as a potato that isn't a potato, which is like boring white men. Hmm. I um, love it. Thank you. So yeah. right. when people are like, Channing Tatum's hot, I'm like, he looks like a potato. It's something I say constantly. Mike Pence, evil potato. You know Definitely I mean? evil potato. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, um when I was in high school, <laughs> I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> when I was in high school, I realized that I was so good at relating to white people's culture more than white people were trying to relate to me. To the point by which I mean, like, I know the lyrics to every Billy Joel song. I listen that, to John Denver every that's a, That's a step further yeah. than you had to take. Yeah. <laughs> like, Emily and I don't know that stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, but I fully remember thinking, like, dang, I bend over backwards to fit in. And, like, one time I brought a friend home, and she saw this poster of, like, Totoro. Do you guys know Totoro? Yeah. On my wall, and she asked if it was an ugly doll. Uh, and I remember being like, I think this is a hate crime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So I think around that time I started getting this dream, just my brain being like, don't turn into a potato. Wow. that That's a lot of layers. I mean, yeah. it's also very fun to say the word potato. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, there's yeah. also the whole, like, uh, couch potato thing. Like right. the, the, the potatoes association with laziness. Is, is that a... Is that a fear for you as okay. a very ambitious person? I actually had never thought of that, and that makes so much more sense <laughs> than this crap I came up with. <laughs> I fully yes. yeah. I have such a fear of being lazy. I have that like drilled into my bones by my parents, I think. Yeah. So that yeah, a hundred percent I think that's true. I think you're right. I think it's very telling that it only happens in times when you're not stressed out. Yes! Like oh my god! Yeah. It's like your mind's just being like, get yourself. We solved it! Wow! Yeah. Every single thing lines up. I mean, I don't want to take away from your assessment that white people are wrong in potatoes, but... <gasps> no, like, no, I think you're also, right. Suddenly, I think Channing Tatum's very right. <laughs> no, that's truly... Wow, that's genius. Can I talk to you about other stuff? Yes, totally, please. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, like, really smart, you know, so... <laughs> um, I knew this about you. Oh, my yeah. gosh, should we see the drawing? Do you want to see this? Yes, I'm yes. so excited! Yay. All right, let's... I also am an embarrassingly huge fan of Emily's drawing, so this is a big moment for uh, me. It's amazing. I Emily's mean, amazing. this may be the thing that oh ruins God. that for you. No! Um, right. ah! I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. I've made a lot of shitty puns in my life. No, I love this! This might possibly be... The shit is thank you, thank you for oh god, that's the appropriate response to both this drawing and that joke. Um, but look how cute a potato looks with your hair. Thank you, honestly, Um, you got my bangs exactly the way I want them to look. (laughs) It's truly perfect. That's kind of how they look right now. Take this in the next time you get a haircut, be like, (laughs) make me look like this potato. Yeah, that's genius. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, Oh man, yeah. Tuber, fucking hate myself. Um, Is this illuminating anything else for you? Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, this also alludes to the fact that I have not worked hard enough and probably lost out on things, and that's why I'm like, well, I can still do YouTube, right? So <laughs> I truly, you guys have broken my brain it's, open. It's there, it's there for all of us, just just waiting. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm glad we all now also have alternate jobs. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so, so much. much. That was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, man. Um, it's pretty you, deep stuff. It is. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot there. Man, you think vegetables are just made of starch and nutrients, but really they're made of psychological layers. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've never dreamed that I was a vegetable but i have a dream all the time where i'm like myself but like way younger i have a dream that i'm like five and stuff a lot and it's like a nightmare really I have, yeah because i have all the same like knowledge that i have now but just like a five-year-old body that's fucking horrifying yeah um i was reading an article on the way over um about a kid who went through puberty at age like two. Oh my god yeah so just like, but was still the same height? Or yeah, no, he taller? grew. He he grew like very tall and very big, and basically was like the world's 
angriest, rapiest six-year-old. Um, oh, damn. And yeah, no, I mean, I feel like being the wrong age in a body is a very bad is a very bad dream. Yeah, because you're like, I'm smart, and no one believes me. It right. was kind of like being uh, a woman, actually. Right. <laughs> and, um, all right, should we bring up our final guest? Yes, um, our final guest is a musician. You may know him from uh, bands like Jess to Brazil or Jawbreaker. Um, Blake Schwarzenbach, come Yay, on up. Yay, Blake! <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, you found the mic right away. That's excellent. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> It's more of a scavenger glance. Blake knows how to find a microphone. He's been doing it for a long time. Right. Yeah. Um, I think we should take a second and talk about your... Oh, it's a sweatshirt. The, the, it's the, not a sweater. The Christmas sweatshirt. Um, okay. Sweatshirt. All I want for Christmas is... What does the bottom say? The means of production. I love it. Fantastic. Oh my God. I would How like could I not wear this to KGB? Yeah. It's awesome. I, yeah. I got this as a Christmas present for a friend and then bought one for myself, too. It's pretty cool. I'm going to need the link for that because I think this needs to be like our Christmas sweaters like um, holiday card next year, if there you is know a next on, year. On Facebook, when they have like band t shirts that are bootleg? Yeah. Like Lemonhead shirts and stuff? Right. This is one of those. Really? I, I get into that stuff. And Interesting. It's like, you know, I'm buying this. Yeah. Um, I, it makes me feel a little bit better to know that you've bought things off Facebook ads because I feel like. Possibly 30% of the things I own right now is shit I bought off Facebook ads. Oh, you do too? Yeah, like right. it's working. Like that's my that's my new, like my shampoo. Um, many, from a Facebook ad? It's from a Facebook ad. It's fucking I, great I shampoo. I get into Facebook ads. Like I either hate them or I use them. What is the best and the worst thing that you bought off a Facebook ad? I've only bought this off of a Facebook ad. It's, it's the best thing. Yeah, the best really, thing sure. really great. I'm really happy with the the production value. You know, it's got this like eight bit font. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's kind of kind of sweatery. Yeah, it's great. And it's a good. It's actually a good sweatshirt. I just washed it it's, for the first time today. Yeah, it's it, this, and the it's messaging fantastic. is great. Yeah. So thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> the worst. The worst is new Nugenics. Tell me more. That oh, that sounds like a portmanteau of things I don't want to think about, like neutering and eugenics. Is that what exactly. this is? No, it's a it's a virility pill. Oh, oh like to make you, is it a like a like a boner pill, like like Viagra? Or? It's more um like vitality. Oh, uh, yeah. Mana. Oh, now we're circled back to semen everywhere. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like the opposite of a potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I liked it better when I was talking about the tape. Um, well, that's horrifying. Um, I'm glad you didn't buy that. Didn't. Yeah. I got these jeans from a Facebook ad, you guys. I only buy my virility pills at gas stations. <laughs> that's it. Only there. I mean, yeah. you know, if they're not going to sell ephedrine anymore, you got to get something there. Yep. Yeah. Do they still sell ephedrine in uh, gas stations? I don't Anybody? think so, no. Yeah. Everything was better before. But they sell, like, um... They sell penis enlargement pills. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess you tape them to the end of your penis or something. Or what? <laughs> I feel like there's sort of like a dare show you could make about just things that you can buy at gas stations, like Viagra sushi, um, gas station sushi. I don't know if that's a thing you come across. Um, in Baltimore, there are gas station crab cakes, which also seems like a real dodgy uh, situation. It's, uh, Rope. Things have in common is it's just it's just sugar. That's yeah. it. That's all it is. I was just in Nova Scotia for the holidays. My family lives up in uh, southern, southern Nova Scotia, south east uh, by the shore. They call it shore, center of the province. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I bought an apple pie at the gas station. That sounds Christmas good. Day. It was actually really good, and it was produced in Nova Scotia, Nova that's, Scotia apples. That sounds great, So actually. this wasn't just like one of those little tabletop pies, which are fucking delicious. It tasted that good. Really? But it was a full-size pie, and it was three ninety nine. Damn. Wow. Canadian. Actually, so what we've learned about you so far is that you are a great uh, buyer of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. let you manage my money from now on, yeah. and maybe you will get me to stop buying things off of Facebook ads. <laughs> just come home and it's just like communist sweatshirts and pies everywhere. Yeah. That's basically my dream. Yeah. Uh, I know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Yay, we have life plans. So, Blake, do you have a nightmare that 
you want to share with us? I I only have one nightmare, and I have it several times a night. It seems I I don't I my sleep has gotten really erratic, so I sleep in kind of two hour shifts, and I also I think I do have sleep apnea, which I only found out about when I started seeing a woman mm. who now has told me that that's I, what we're for is sure to I tell you it. if you have sleep apnea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it made a lot of sense because I do wake up in a panic and I sleep very fitfully. But I have a, I do have a, uh, the same dream mostly, which is that I'm overseas on tour and I've lost everything and I have to go home and live with my dad in Venice, California. And there's a whole other kind of array of logistical problems, citizenship, getting, I've acquired a bunch of antique gear well in Europe and I have to get that through customs so I'm probably not going to get back to the US but should I get back to the US then I'm going to have to go live with my dad my assets are frozen everything's gone I feel like oh, it's damn. the live with your dad that is the kicker yeah um, that's really just the the turning of the of the knife um, in that situation I, I feel like that's also a theme here is yeah, that you you are forced to like regress to something yeah. that was you know yeah, I identify with your other dreamers very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This I feel like these also work as good bookends, you know, like yeah. between hockey and and rock and roll. Just not having the right shit. Having to live with your dad. Yeah, having to live with your dad. Yeah, uh, it could be worse. You could have to go live with my dad. And kind of like losing your the identity that you've built in some. Sense. All the gains you've striven for. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Suddenly, just gone in an instant. And I just can't believe it in the dream. Like, I, I, even my wallet is disintegrated and my ID is gone. Wow. Just the, yeah. That is terrifying. It, does it ever get to the point where you're, like, actually on a plane and going home? Or is it just, like, you're stuck somewhere? No, I never and... get to the airport. And also, I mean, just to add a little more to it, I, I've gotten drunk somehow and I don't drink now. So there's that. Wow. Oh, like, it's a drinking dream. It's a drinking dream. And I don't really... I'm just like, God, how do I get so fucked up? Right. Just this realization that I'm totally wasted and I have to go and like do customs and all that stuff. So is it a relief so, when you wake up? No, I'm really, I'm mad. I'm pissed off because I'm, I'm freaked out. Right. And I'm disappointed in myself for having the same dream again with my <laughs> unconscious, you know, like I feel like we should right. have processed this by now. Right. As you said earlier, like a lazy, I feel like it's lazy, it's unconscious just, it's, it's boilerplate at this, at this point. It's just like, all right, still stressed out, still stressed out. Yeah, because yeah. I look to the dream for the power of the imagination to the wild side of the unconscious. Right. But it, it is just this kind of script that I cannot break free from. I wonder if you just went to Europe and like somehow really lost everything. Like, uh, in sort of like an experimental way, if that would help, or if this is the stupidest idea I've ever had. I'm going, I'm going to Europe in April. All right, give it a shot. Just get one you know, of those uh, little, like, uh, money belts that you wear under your shirt. That's what I did to lose, just prevent myself from losing myself. Yeah. I, um, I think what would happen in real life if you lost your passport in Europe is that you'd probably get stuck in the place that you were for another week or two, but then be able to get something from the U.S. Embassy, probably. I think that does happen to people that get robbed and stuff. There's got, there has to be some sort of mechanism for, like, making sure, because otherwise, I mean, people, yeah, people lose their stuff all the time, so you can't be like, sorry, you live in Barcelona now. Like, yeah. It wouldn't be that bad, really. Maybe that's my path to citizenship. Um, but yeah, no, I think I always, I always think of Michael Douglas in the game when he wakes up in the grave in Tijuana and he has to go to the I embassy. Seen, I am unfamiliar with this film. You haven't he, seen the game? No. no. He wakes up in a grave? Yeah. I mean, you lost it's, me at Michael Douglas to be perfectly oh, yeah. honest. <laughs> for, for, it's like peak Douglas Ugh. and it's David Fincher's finest film. Oh, I would, I would Jones. Why is his face always damp? He's a damn man. He is, he is, he damn? Yes, he's a potato. Yes. But but he but he 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 kind of eviscerates the potato. Like he's the he's one of I think he's very good at playing the potato. Yeah. Knowingly. Yeah. He's cognizant of what he's you know, lampooning. Yeah. And in nowhere more so than in the game when he plays like a totally emotionally shut down San Francisco bank magnate who's undergoing a Actually, a, a paternal familial crisis. Hmm. 
I can't have recommended it enough. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's great. I'll check it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess I, I guess I gotta just swallow that Michael Douglas pill and like. But um, he, he he has to go to the can uh, the Mexican, the American embassy in Tijuana right. and prove that he is a, a whole citizen. Right. Is this is this the plot point of the entire? Is this like what everything hinges on, or is this no, just no, like, it's so I, much deeper than uh, that? So much more, <laughs> so much more. I'm really, really gets into more layers of identity and toxic masculinity and Michael Douglas's yes. gross, damp yes. face. That's what they say about toxic masculinity. It's, it's damp. It's always, yeah, it's one of many terrible things about it. Should we look at the drawing? You, you want to see it? I would love to. All yeah, right. I'm going to go to All the right. drawing seat. But, I feel like this should be our designated draw- like drawing seat, drawing yeah. viewing seat from now on. This like, is like oh, like we're teaching you about your dream. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like it's like we're on the you voice. Two shot here, though. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Oh. Here you go. Um, I feel like basically everything that I've done tonight has um, indicated that I have a real thing against cats. <laughs> I don't, just mine, but I felt like it would make it like extra sad if you also couldn't bring your cats because, you know, I know you actually like yours. Um, but, yeah. And, uh, That's so great. Hopefully, the, hopefully these are the officious Eastern European passport control guys of your dreams. There's kind of a Mayberry vibe going on there. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know what I don't know what Mayberry you guys know, but um, yeah. That, I mean, either way, it looks like I mean a bad place to be stuck. Um, but yeah, you know, I had a point to make about your dream that I have completely forgotten. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, maybe maybe it will help you. You honestly, maybe you should try burning this one and see if it'll help. Um, yeah, well, frame it and then burn it and then frame the ashes and maybe you'll stop having that dream. <laughs> I can solve everything, you guys. Um, all right, is that this it? Is, is that good. our show? I think this is it, you guys. Um, give it up for Blake. Thank you so much. Dave, you guys and stick Karen. around. And thank you, and Dave, and Karen, and Raquel, and Raquel. And thank you, and like stick around and drink some drinks. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell us about your drinks. Hang out. We'll try to solve them. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Nightmares is held monthly at the Red Room at KGB Bar in New York City. Live sound and recording by Chris Gersbeck. I'm Emily Flake. Tonight's co-host was Kate Willette. Produced and edited by Shannon Manning for Good Orbit. Nice to be in orbit.